for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Natalie Otto. How's it going today, Natalie? It's going great. How about you? Oh, it's going pretty good. Going pretty good. You know, it's another warm day in Texas. So, you <laughs> well, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah. uh, like you, we don't have the humidity quite as bad, but where I'm at, like the I live under in like a foresty area so like the uh, humidity doesn't burn off quite as quick as other places so you know it is what it is <laughs> so you're here thank first of all uh thank you very much for giving us the time to sit down and chat um so yeah, you're absolutely. Both, thank you yeah. uh so you're based out of Maryland right now, and you have a new single, new lyric video that is already out. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But first off, I want to get to know you a little bit more. Um, let's start from the beginning. What originally got you interested in music? It's kind of a convoluted story. Um, and I guess I don't really have a straight path like a lot of other artists. Um, it wasn't necessarily... Um, on my mind, I guess, growing up, it wasn't something that I had aspired to be. I never really dreamt of becoming, you know, a singer songwriter, um, but I, I've always enjoyed music. And um, as a kid, I grew up playing the piano. My grandfather and my dad both played the piano very well. So I kind of developed, you know, a passion for that through them. And then um, took a little break from piano because I guess like it's in the way I kind of shifted gears and got into playing volleyball. So I didn't really have enough time to do everything. And then um, years and years passed. And as an adult, um, I got into playing guitar. Um, and quite honestly, I'm not even really sure how I got into playing guitar. Um, I don't know if I had dropped a hint to my husband or something saying, you know, oh, that'd be really cool to learn how to play. And obviously, um, being a parent, your time gets uh, less and less. So he surprised me with guitar lessons uh, about two years ago. And I picked up on it pretty quickly and um, just started noodling with some chords and decided, well, why don't I just try to write a song since I know a couple chords. And so that's kind of how it all evolved. Um, like I said, it wasn't necessarily a preconceived idea, but um, once I got into it, I really started falling in love with it. So it's kind of, we're seeing where it's gonna go. Awesome. Awesome. It, um, one thing that is really interesting to me, and I've never really had a chance to ask this question because, um, so how do you kind of balance music and motherhood? Like that's a, <laughs> that's an interesting question. And I've tried to talk to a few people about it, but it's never really gone anywhere. So I felt it would be a great time to bring it up. I think that's a great question. In fact, I don't, I don't necessarily think there's um, a formula as far as like how you balance it all it's kind of like you fit it in mm -hmm. um when there's like a lapse in the day um you know 
I, I work from home. Uh, I'm an accountant by trade. So um, I work from home. And when our kids were in school and not at home, um, being homeschooled now, there would be a little bit of time during the day then to either take my guitar lessons or to write. Um, but now I find myself doing it at night when they're sleeping or early in the morning. And sometimes I'll be able to break it away a little bit in the afternoon, you know, just for an hour or so to kind of get some thoughts down. But it's kind of like an all day process. You know, if I have an idea, I'll throw it in my phone or I'll write it in, a, in my notebook and then circle back around to it later. So um, I kind of I just fit it in whenever I can because it's one of those things that um, is kind of like my release. It's like my outlet. And it's one of those things that I feel like make the time if you really want to do it. So yeah. you have to be creative, I guess, and find ways to, to work it out. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, when I was listening to uh, your new single, I definitely picked up on the motherly undertones. I, I guess that's <laughs> the appropriate way to put it. Uh, because, you know, it's, uh, I definitely picked up on it because, you know, that's how my mom would describe her life when we were grow or when me my sister and I were growing up. So it's, uh, uh -huh. so yeah, I definitely picked up on that. Um, so since we're on the topic, let's kind of jump into your new single. It's called Destination Hot Mess. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it released back in the beginning of May? Um, yeah, end of April, beginning of May is when I think okay. it really started taking off. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Or the lyric video dropped beginning of May. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, we talked about it a little bit, but um, what's kind of the... Uh, story behind that song what motivated it you know that sort of thing um I guess um I guess indirectly it's always been playing out in my life and when I started getting into songwriting it was one of those things where I I felt like I was hearing the term hot mess dropped a lot like oh she's a hot mess or this is a hot mess or I feel like I'm a hot mess because I, I don't have everything in control and right now I just feel like my life is spiraling out of control so um it's one of those things where I kind of um, took a poll from my friends and asked them for their opinions. Um, just sent them a message saying, "Hey, well, what do you what do you think of when you hear the term hot mess?" And um, the answers kind of varied every anywhere from you know being the single girl at a party and drinking a little bit too much, which obviously doesn't relate to me anymore because you know I'm not out partying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to you know not showering for a few days because you know you never had time for yourself so it kind of was a mixture between all of that thrown into this song and it kind of just um it was it was a super fast song to write and um the product i feel like describes parenthood pretty well <laughs> that's good and uh this isn't your first single you've you've released a few others prior to this but what was it about this song that made you want to release it like right now in the middle of a pandemic? Uh, um, I think quite honestly, it wasn't a timing issue for, for me. Um, it was just when I was able to finish recording it. And ironically, I think everything just aligned, you know, coincidentally that we're in the middle of this mess, this quarantine and um, life before that, I felt like was super hectic. I mean, now I think it's a different kind of hectic. I mean, we're not driving and carting kids everywhere and forgetting people here and there, but 
um, it's it's still relatable if you can remember what life was like, you know, two or three months ago. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, what was the um, as far as going into the studio to record it? You said you got it done before the pandemic, and so release schedules and all that wasn't a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Um, were you? Did you ever consider maybe holding it off until you could get out and? support it and play it or was it no we have a release date we're keeping it no matter what yeah I think it was just um we're releasing it no matter what and quite quite frankly I um I feel like I'm one of those rare artists that I actually I don't prefer to perform live I feel like I do better like behind the screen and no one can see me and um that's kind of my style I I, I like my music to be out there um, on a radio where you can't see me <laughs> as wow. opposed to performing live in front of people. I, I don't know. I just haven't gotten over the stage fright piece. Um, I, but I will say if I'm performing with someone, then I feel more comfortable performing, but just performing solo, it's not really my thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So are you working towards like an EP with this single or is it, are you just kind of playing the single route right now? For now, it's just been the single route, but I think probably by the time the um, end of this year rolls around, I'll probably have enough songs um, recorded and ready to go to either do an EP or actually a full album. It could it could probably go either way, but I am actually working on a Christmas EP right now, so hope hoping to have you know a couple of Christmas songs out by That's December. That's cool. You know, it's it, it's always hard to for independent like i've tried to push independent musicians to do more holiday themed stuff just because i just don't see enough of it like christmas is my favorite holiday out of the year and there's just not enough original christmas music out there for me and so it's just like trying to push people to do it but it never always like they're like why am i gonna make music for one, one right, or right, like a month out of the year, and it's like, I get it, but you know, mm-hmm. I'd enjoy it. So, <laughs> but I, I know how the business works, and it's like, okay, you, you can't make music for one person. So, right, right. Um, obviously, with the well, you'd mentioned that you're an accountant by trade, so you probably not noticed much of a difference, other than maybe the kids being around a little bit more. Yes, that's been the that's been the big difference. Yeah. <laughs> but have you tried to over the last few months? Have you been trying to uh, challenge yourself musically, like maybe drawing from new influences, or maybe learning to play a new instrument, or anything like that? Actually, yeah, I actually took a songwriting course. Um, it was like a twenty-one day challenge that I found invaluable. It was amazing. It was definitely very fast-paced, but I learned a ton um, as far as just new ways of songwriting instead of getting stuck in your rut. Um, just some ideas of how you can kind of get out of that and how you can get your um, your ideas because they're always floating around you. It's a matter of like honing in on those and getting them written down so you don't forget them for later when you have time to go back and, and look at it. So that was a really good 21 day investment. And um, I've been co-writing a little bit. Um, I personally find it super challenging to do it virtually because um, 
I don't know. It's just something about the energy when you're in the same room with people, you feed off of that as opposed to, you know, through a screen that kind of filters a lot of that out. So for me, it's been challenging to do that. So I've done more solo writing than co-writing, but I've, I've tried, I've, I've done a few. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so uh, with your music, is the hope to just kind of continue doing the solo acoustic stuff, or do you want to try and really get out and form a band and do that I would I would love to form a band at some point um you know when the time is right and it and it works with for my family I feel like that's that's my biggest um puzzle piece there is making sure that it kind of aligns with you know my family and how that's going to affect the kids and my husband and that kind of thing so gotcha yeah family always comes first and it's <laughs> you know some people don't get that but you know it's it's definitely got to be a priority, especially when you have people depending on you. So, um, oh, thanks for saying that. <laughs> um, one of the things that we really like to do on Live and Amplified is pass off information to younger musicians, like give them as much advice as we can. So, I want to kind of take the next few minutes here to run in that direction. Thanks. So, um, from your perspective, what advice would you have to younger musicians? looking to start in music or maybe just starting in music? Um, I think first and foremost, it, it definitely helps having the knowledge of an instrument, at least. Um, I'm not saying you have to be super fluent, but I feel like that kind of gives you a basis for um, you know, melody lines and uh, what sounds good together, um, whether it's the piano, guitar, it doesn't matter. Um, I feel like having a like a, an instrumental basis is um, is definitely helpful. And I also feel like networking is a big thing. Getting out of your own way and just letting your fears kind of stop you from progressing that I feel like has been my biggest challenge as an adult. And I feel like younger younger people might be um, easier to navigate that you know hurdle than someone who's you know, in their own way and resisting, you know, rejection and that kind of thing. So um, you get in your head, especially, you know, in Nashville, I, obviously I don't live in Nashville, but I, it's, it's a goal of mine at some point um, to move down there. But, you know, everyone down there is amazing. And you're just like this tiny fish in a huge pond and knowing that and recognizing the work that you have to put in um, is, is definitely a piece of advice that I would give too, is just work really hard um, networking and doing doing as much, um, you know, performing as you can just to kind of get over that fear, I think would be my advice mm. to the Gotcha. Have you been, well, you'd mentioned earlier that you prefer uh, like being behind the scenes and not so much playing live shows. Have you been trying to work on that and if so like what have you been trying to do to get over the I guess stay I don't I don't like calling it stage fright but I guess that's <laughs> what it is <laughs> um I have done a, like one live video and I messed that up even because um it was it was on an Instagram page and uh, for some reason I didn't like save it or I don't know what happened but I was live right in the moment but then I couldn't go back and find it so I pretty much gave up on live. Like I said, it's not my, it's not my strong suit. <laughs> and that's why, because I just feel like I, um, I'm in my own head and, yeah. you know, 
I'm the one that's putting up the roadblock there. I got you. Well, you're doing really well here. So I, okay. I will give you that. You're doing really well. And, you know, I, it, it's an interesting comparison when people uh, compare like doing live streaming to like playing actual live shows because it's like two completely different animals. Like, right. like when you're <laughs> sitting there doing like a live stream, especially like, so one thing I've noticed, especially on like during the COVID 19 pandemic, is like, people that have, don't usually do live streams and all they do is live shows like at the end of a song there'll be like this 20 second awkward pause because they're waiting they're like mentally waiting for that reaction to die down the reaction that when you're doing a live stream isn't going to be there like i mean if people are active in the comments it'll be the it'll be there virtually but not like in person so it's, yeah you know and then of course you're relying on the internet to be stable and you're relying, you know, so there's just so many different factors doing the live streaming. So, but you said that you were at least live in the moment. And so the people that were there got to see it. And so that that's kind of a cool story because it's like, oh, well, we got to see it live in the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but so you're originally from Pennsylvania, correct? I am. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of brought you from Pennsylvania to Maryland? Um, so the boring stories, um, I was offered a job right out of college for an accounting firm um, in Harrisburg. And then that office ended up closing and they gave me the option of going to Philly or to Baltimore. And um, Baltimore just sounded more appealing, I guess, at the time. I, I knew nothing about it. And um, I kind of wanted to get out of Pennsylvania since mm -hmm. I'd grown up there. So I, I took the plunge and right out of college, I just moved down there with a couple friends from college. And um, that's that's how I got to Maryland. Awesome. Actually, uh, Baltimore is where my cousin lives. So oh, okay. she works in D.C. So they travel from Baltimore to D.C. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so when you said that, I was like, oh, I know. I've never actually been to Baltimore, but, you know, yeah. So but you know the area, so. Because, yeah, you know, but so as far as like your music and the new single, what do you hope uh, people kind of get out of it or any list, potential listeners? What do you hope they get out of your new single? I feel like with any of my music, my my goal is just to kind of be real with people and to write about my experiences, hoping that other people can draw from them or relate to them. And that's, that's just kind of my goal because I feel like um, it's more raw and honest that way. So that's kind of the, the thought behind it. Awesome. Is uh, who are you listening to musically right now? That's out. Like, who are, who are you drawing influences from right now? I am a huge Old Dominion fan. I would love to meet them someday. Now, once all this is over, that would be amazing. So, I would say a lot of Old Dominion. I've been listening listening to um, Morgan Wallen a lot lately too, hmm. and um, anything really on um, the highway on Sirius. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. It, I'm a country girl, I guess, at heart. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and it, 
actually one thing that we haven't talked about yet, and I'm kind of interested, uh, is your creative process. What's your creative process kind of like uh, when you sit down to write a song? I feel like I usually start with the lyrics or at least my, um, my, I don't know if it's necessarily always the hook that I come up with first, but I definitely start with the lyrics, but I don't write everything out first. I get maybe like a verse and try to get maybe some of the chorus. And then I try to fiddle around with the melody only because I know I'll have to rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it if it doesn't fit. And I'm a big, um, I guess I'm a big stickler with the beat and trying to keep with, you know, the rhyming scheme at the end and, you know, making sure that the measures line up. So usually the lyrics first for me and then the melody. Cause that's my weakest, that's my weakest, uh, point there is uh, the melodies come a lot harder than the lyrics. Gotcha. And when you're struggling, sometimes you'll bring in like you'd mentioned that you like to do co-writes, but not so much right now because so um, do you have a go-to co-write partner that you like to work with or are you open to work with whoever? I'm open to work with whomever. I, I think the more people you have in your circle, you know, the nicer it is because, you know, Sometimes they think of things that you didn't and they see things differently and it, you know, enhances the song. So I know some people can say the opposite too, is sometimes when you have more minds on a song, it kind of tends to get away from, you know, the focal point. But if you have one or two people, I feel like it's, it's nice to have some people to bounce ideas off. But um, yeah, so no one in particular that I go to, but I'm open to working with. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and so where can everybody kind of find you online? Where can they find you, find your new single, all that fun stuff? Uh, I'm on all the major streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, Amazon Music. Um, I, I have a website, natalieauto.com. You can find it there, Facebook, Instagram. It's all, all out there. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I want to thank you for your, I want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, if you ever need anything, help promoting anything, your new single, whenever it comes out, um, what, what's kind of the plan moving forward post pandemic, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, the plan I feel like is to, to continue to release some singles. So that's, um, I feel like I'm set up to, to at least do that for the rest of the year and then, you know, kind of reevaluate around the holidays to see how we go about either getting an EP together or, you know, a record. So we'll see how that goes. But for now, um, I have another, probably, I would say probably July is when we'll, I'll be able to release another single. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, but once again, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys later. All right. Take care, Tom. Thanks.